The following material contains adult language and mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Danger, Will Robinson. The Pinball Network is online. Launching The Pinball Show. Midweek edition. Pinball is a game of skill. For some, it's a passion and a lifestyle. It's time for the Pinball Show. It's pinball with personality. Hey, everyone, and thank you for joining me again on the Pinball Show Midweek Edition. Hope you are all well. I am, of course, your host, Craig Bobby. And for the next 30 minutes or so, we will continue our chat about the topics and happenings in the world of pinball. Occasionally, we'll have a guest along for the ride, and hopefully, we'll have a little fun along the way. So if that sounds fun to you, well, what are we waiting for? Let's get started. to be back again so fun here to be flying solo for a change we've had a few great shows where we've had some guests on starting with chris chandler then we had joel engelberth and finally matt morrison so this is really the first time that i have been flying solo i think in a number of episodes here so great to be back and looking forward to chatting for a little bit And today, of course, is family day here in Ontario. It's a bit of a a funny day here up in Canada for all of our American friends. In most provinces, this is a holiday, and all the provinces, or a lot of them, seem to be calling it different things. Really, I think it was just an excuse to give everyone another holiday in February. But basically, in Ontario... Alberta, British Columbia, New Brunswick, and Saskatchewan, we call it Family Day. In Prince Edward Island, they call it Islander Day. In Manitoba, they call it Louis Rial Day. And where else? We got Nova Scotia Heritage Day in good old Nova Scotia. So wherever you are in Canada, we hope you had a great day with your family, your friends, or just hanging out at home with your pets. (laughs) Whatever. Hopefully it was relaxing either way. But I'll tell you what it was across the country, regardless of whether what you call this day I call it a brutal weather day. We are in the lion's teeth of winter, as I like to say right now, and it's everyone's just had enough of it. Unfortunately, with COVID, they've shut down ski hills in Ontario. They are just about to be reopened again. But for much of the winter so far, the government here has decided to shut it all down. So there's really been very little in the way of downhill skiing. Cross-country skiing has been open for the most part, but downhill skiing has has been turned off. But anyway, regardless, winter is certainly taking its toll as we are getting a bit of a winter storm here in Toronto. I know parts of Quebec will be getting one as well tonight. They are fighting in central Texas with a massive snowstorm. I'm sure the Midwest has got one because, let's face it, they're always fighting the snow over over winter. And I know Orbital Albert over in 
the Maritimes was talking about digging himself out the last couple of days after a massive storm out there as well. So winter all around here, it seems, in North America. Hell, I was even watching the PGA tournament over the weekend, and there were golfers wearing toques in Pebble Beach. I mean... Geez, it was uh, it looked looked chilly no matter where you are in the continent. Tough to get away from winter's bite. But anyway, back into the pinball thing. It's been award season. No, the midweek show did not win a pinball industry award. Wasn't expecting anything there. Although I did participate in some of the judging for that, which was an interesting and fun experience. But beyond that, I won a reach around award from the hilarious folks over at the final round pinball show with Martin Robbins and Jeff Teolis. That was pre pinball industry awards and they put on a fantastic show it was hilarious and i was happy to be a part of that and thank them again very much for that prestigious prestigious award i will cherish it forever and then hot on the heels of that our good friend orbital albert at the pinball nerds podcast i won a junior nerdy So if you haven't listened to that episode, I highly recommend it. Albert always has some hilarious takes on the hobby, and I love his his takes on award shows. That was his second award show. I believe he does the Nerdies, and then he did the Junior Nerdies. So I was was really, really touched that he he thought enough to include me in the Junior Nerdy show. Myself and Lil Flipper really appreciate his nod to pinball podcasting. So let's quickly talk about what's happening in my world. I think I mentioned when I when I had Matt Morrison on that I've had problems with my Avengers Infinity Quest game with the subway. That warranty experience has gone very smoothly and there wasn't much fuss either with my distributor or with Stern, which was great in terms of getting a replacement. That went through like a hot knife through butter. And again, just to recap for those who didn't listen to that particular episode, I've had problems with the, I called them teeth, but in hindsight, they're probably better known as fingers for that subway that come up and hold the ball. I had problems with my fingers uh, getting somewhat jammed in my subway mechanism so that they weren't coming all the way up. Uh, There are actually three of them. Actually, in reality, I think there's there's like five or six, but they come up at different times. Anyway, the fingers closest to the VUC were not coming up all the way, and therefore it was not holding the ball correctly in front of the final opto sensor. So as a result, the game was getting confused about where that ball was and how many balls were actually in play. Anyway, long story short, made the warranty claim, and now I'm just waiting. So I'll be sure to share with you my experience in installing that replacement mechanism once it comes in. I've also received my Avengers Infinity Quest Cliffy Pack to install in my Avengers Infinity Quest game. And so that arrived the other day all the way from sunny California. And a big thanks to Cliff Rainier for putting that together and sending it out in the mail. It arrived in a very compact uh, package and I am excited to get that unwrapped and installed. Just been a little bit too busy and I want to give it my full attention. So I will let you know how that goes, but I'm excited to get that on the game just to protect it from some of the higher wear points in this particular title. 
we're going to talk a little bit about Led Zeppelin and what my ongoing impressions are of this game. But before I get into that, I want to talk about something that I purchased recently. Not pinball related, but I was influenced by some individuals in the pinball community. And I think the pinball community, some of the members of our pinball community at large, were recommending I get into this. So I decided to take the plunge, so to speak, and that is to invest in a set of virtual reality goggles. And specifically, when I was on Joel Engelbert's stream a couple of weeks ago, his Just Another Pinball stream, they were starting to talk about virtual reality. And I know Zach and Dennis have talked about it. I know some of the other podcasters have also been talking about it. Manu at MP3K, He's a big proponent of it and is uh, has been doing it, I, I believe, for some time now. Becca and Jordan from Fliptronic are big virtual reality players. So they were certainly a big influence to me buying this headset as well. And I keep calling it goggles. <laughs> I think they're better known as headsets. See, I got to even get the lingo right here. They're not goggles. It's a virtual reality headset. Anyway, when I was on the Joel's podcast, the guys started talking about it and I was like geez, I've been thinking about getting this because I sort of have in the background, but I just haven't been giving it the, I, I just sort of wanted to wait for a time where I had a little time. Well, what better time is it during a pandemic than to grab a set of virtual reality goggles when you got a little time in your hands? So the guys were, it was pretty funny during the podcast. I was like, I don't know, I should get it. I've been looking at them. They're like, do it, do it. So anyway, after a little bit of uh, prodding and, and peer pressure, <laughs> I decided to bite the bullet and I bought a set off Amazon. So in case you guys don't know about virtual reality, Oculus is the brand that I end up buying. Oculus is, of course, owned by Facebook. So downside is if you either don't like Facebook, don't have a Facebook account, or just a little nervous about getting a little deeper in with that particular program or company, um, Oculus may not be right for you. But the Oculus Quest 2 is the specific set that I bought. So this is their second generation of VR headsets. And its sort of claim to fame is it's basically a standalone console that does not require any link to either a PC or to any sort of console like a PlayStation or a Microsoft, Xbox, anything like that. So that was interesting to me because I don't have the latest version of PlayStation. My last version was PS4, and I and I not, just didn't have enough time to play video games in general, so I thought, I'm not getting a PS5 right out of the gate. And I really didn't want something that was linked to my PC. The concept of this is that it's completely portable. Really, you don't even need great Wi-Fi, although ultimately you do need Wi-Fi. And it can run basically as its own standalone set. It has a fairly powerful phone chip as its processor. And it's got a decent amount of onboard memory. It's, I got the 64 gig, although they do make a slightly larger one. Anyway, I'm not going to bore you with all the specs and details, other than the fact that I did end up getting one. And you know what? I'm pretty impressed with it, actually. It's very slick. It's easy to use. Um, it's pretty intuitive. And I think for what it is, it's very effective at immersing you in the virtual reality world. Now, the graphics aren't fantastic, but let me tell you, they're not they're not horrible either. So we're not talking PS5, but this headset is 
basically somewhere in between a 1080p, I believe, and 4K. It's not true 4K, but it is higher than 1080p. So the resolution is pretty good, and it's just very well put together, and their environment that they've created, I think, from everything from the Oculus store that you can, um, that you're in, uh, to buy the particular apps that you want, like games and, and so forth, and mostly it's games, but there are some a lot of social media apps as well. It's all put together very, very well, and I have had zero trouble in terms of, I don't know, freeze-ups. Um, I think I had my first sort of hiccup today where I, I froze in, uh, in my golf game, and uh, all I had to do was basically exit from the app, and then I came back in and everything was fine. So it's been pretty, pretty fun. And if you've been kind of on the fence about getting one, I'd highly recommend it. I love the social aspect of it as well, which is really the main reason why I got it, because a lot of people, like I said, in our hobby are starting to dabble in virtual reality. And I thought it'd be a great way of meeting people in another way other than seeing them on streams or through discords or various chats online like Pinside. Facebook. Um, so this is just another way of interacting with the community at large. And it's been a very fun experience as, uh, as a whole. And I'd highly recommend it um, if you're thinking about it. It's a great headset to just sort of experiment with. It's not cheap, but it's not as expensive as a PS5. So I paid, it was like $399 Canadian. I think basically you can get them in the US, in the US for somewhere around $250 or $300, I want to say. You know, and by pinball standards, hell, that's not even the cost of an average size topper, really, when you think about it. You know, it's a little more approachable in terms of the cash outlay versus a, a console system and in addition to that, the games are much cheaper as well. So most of the games run anywhere between 10 and I think the most expensive one I've seen, which is the um, the Walking Dead app, I think is is $45. Uh, but usually they're somewhere in between 20 to 35, I'd say. And that's Canadian for us. Anyway, highly recommended if you like video games or if you've always wanted to dabble in the world of virtual reality. You can also surf the web in virtual reality, watch YouTube, watch Twitch, watch Netflix. So it's pretty fun to get in there and you can do this again socially with people at the same time. So it's very fun in terms of connecting with people in a, in a different sort of way. I will say I think this technology has more legs than say, remember 3D televisions where you had to wear the, th the 3D glasses? I think this has, has some more legs and more potential versus that particular platform. But we'll have to wait and see it. It's, it's early days yet in terms of the technology. I'm sure things as the phone processors get more and more powerful, these games are going to get better and better. And I'm very excited to see what the world of virtual reality holds in the next few years. I, I think it's going to be very exciting and it is quite immersive like you would imagine it's almost that sometimes you, you really do feel like you are in, a, in another world and I can see why when you've been watching those fail videos a lot of them have to do with virtual reality goggles where people either get dizzy and fall over or you sort of lose perspective about where you are it's very very fun I, I highly recommend it it will definitely make you um, ooh and ah and gasp and giggle it's uh, and, and it's great for other members of your family as well who might not necessarily be into video games so a fun experience and one that i would recommend checking out at some point so i'm going to just quickly talk about 
my first impressions of Led Zeppelin before I hand over the mic to our resident junior reviewer, and that is Lil Flipper. I just want to mention a couple of things about Led Zeppelin. I have talked about it on and off in my last few episodes with my guest, most recently being Matt Morrison. And the more I talk about it, I think I was I was getting my head wrapped around it. I was getting a little harsh in terms of some of my critiques of this game. And I just want to say again, I, I'm I'm only giving my first impression of this game. I have not played Led Zeppelin, and I am quite certain, based on other people that have in fact played it, that it is a very fun title. So worth checking out for sure, I believe. My only reservation about the game, just in terms of its first impression of what I thought in terms of its layout, and its art package, and just everything that I've seen on it based on the Stern website, Stern Reveal, and some of the streams that I've seen since, is that it is not a game that I am particularly wowed by, by any of those things. The only thing that intrigues me about it, I think, beyond the music, which which I love music, so any anytime there's a music pin and and particularly in the hard rock genre hey i'm going to be into it I, I i love i just love it and i think there's no better way to experience pinball than to music so right there i think you've got a winning formula but beyond that compared to some of the more recent titles and i think this is where the problem is the bar is being set progressively higher here with releases like gnr most notably even with stuff like the avengers teenage mutant ninja turtles we've had rick and morty the list goes on. We've had some extremely strong titles here in 2020. And so when I saw Led Zeppelin for the first time, I was not wowed by either the layout, the art package. It did feel like, I don't want to call it lazy, but it just didn't grab me in, in any way. The light show was impressive when I saw that for the in the reveal for the first time. But beyond that, it it just didn't uh, it didn't grab me in any real way, you know, which is fine. And not every game is going to grab you. However, I will say that uh, I've been pleasantly surprised to hear that a lot of people who, particularly Marv Loco I, and Jeff Teolis, also recently got a LE. These guys are having a lot of fun with their game, and that is great. And I'm 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 thrilled that the game shoots better and is more fun to play than it looks because on first impression hey it's it's a pinball game how bad can it be but it doesn't grab me like avengers grabbed me like teenage mutant ninja turtles grabbed me like when i saw rick and morty for the first time it grabbed me like gnr grabbed me and that just happens you know and that's just and that's just the way it goes but i was being a little bit harsh in terms of maybe not making that clear and you know, I just wanted to say that I know I have not played this game, and so I'm going to reserve final, final judgment until I play this game for the first time. Once this pandemic ends, I will search one out and see what it's all about and come back with another review after that. However, speaking of someone who hasn't played all the games but can certainly give a great first impression, let's hand the mic over to our resident junior reviewer, Lil Flipper, for her first impressions of the newest rock pin in Stern's lineup, Led Zeppelin. I give you Lil Flipper's Strong Takes. Hello. Hi, my name's Mia. I'm a kid that plays pimple. My dad sometimes liked to call me his little flipper. I'm not sure I love that, but I do love giving my opinion on new pinball machines. 
please don't be offended as I am just giving my honest opinion on what I am seeing. My dad says that honesty hurts sometimes and that knowing is half the battle. Whatever that means. Anyway, I hope you like my new segment called Lil Flipper Strong Takes. How's it going, Little Flipper? Good. How was your Christmas? It was great. Yeah? What did Santa bring you this year? He brought me a new iPad. What? An iPad pen. What? Headphones. A Barbie doll. OMG doll. It's already too much. I can't stand it. More than that? Yeah, more than that. <sighs> Some gum. I don't even want to hear the rest of it. So it sounds like it was a pretty good Christmas, though. Yes, it was great. So, do you know what we're doing here today? Yes, we're looking at Led Zeppelin. That's right. And do you know who Led Zeppelin is? They're a rock band, I think. Nice. And they've been around for a long time, right? Yeah. All right, so let's take a look at this new game. Are you excited to take a look at it? Yes. So this game came out right before Christmas. Can you believe it? They released the game, like, just before Christmas. It's like a pinball present. Let's take a look here now and see what you think of good old Led Zeppelin. Okay. Whoa, it's cool. The stuff, like the side thing. The side art? Yeah, the side you art. Like the side art? Yeah. yeah. That's the pro model, the white one. Mm-hmm. And every all the art on the inside, too. It's really cool. It has all the singers' faces. Whoa, it's a Zeppelin. There's concert footage of them playing. Yeah, it's really cool. There's like a rocket or something in here. It's called a Zeppelin. It flew by helium, oh. right? Like and a there's giant still like the thing that rises up. Yeah, it's a ball spinner. Yeah, there's not as much ramps as usual that I'm used to, but there's still some ramps in there. What did you think of it so far? I think it was pretty cool. So the, you saw the white pro cabinet, and they kind of, in that trailer, they intermix the premium and pro features. Here is the premium or limited edition model. Yeah, the lights are actually really cool. They're pretty neat, eh? Yeah, there's a lot of them. Whoa. Do you like the song they're playing? Um, I like the beginning, but like, it's not my preference. You know, like when I do that? No. No. There's a lot of cool things on the game board. Whoa, there's a Zeppelin. Yeah, it's a big Zeppelin. It doesn't do much though, does it? No. I think the ball just, just goes underneath it. Yeah, it kind of just stays still. You should have had something on that, like some lights or something, I don't know. Uh-huh. What would make that better? Like, maybe like if you hit it in, it would kind of rise up. Ooh, it's a good idea. Come on, Steve Ritchie, a rising Zeppelin. Why didn't they think of that? Right now, there's a multi-ball going on. There's that ball spinner again. It comes out like a stage from the uh-huh. ground. It's and cool. you can spin the ball through it. That's pretty neat. Eh? Oh, and it can hold it. Oh, and it takes the ball. Yeah. They call it an electric magic multi-ball. Oh, now it's standing there like it's on stage. <laughs> it would like rise with the ball in it and be like mm-hmm. the ball is singing on stage. They call that guy with the wings Icarus. Is oh. he in the band? No, it's just one of their symbols formed from the band. That's cool. <laughs> this is the pre- this is the premium, the gray with the Zeppelin. Mm, it's cool too. Um, I think I prefer the one with like all the stuff going on around it, like. Not the guy with the wings, not the Zeppelin, but the other one I think is really cool. Led Zeppelin 3, that was from their album. Yeah, I would like that. It's cool. Look at this guy. What do you think of the blue and the with the um, limited edition version? What do you think of that? No, it's not my favorite. It's good, but it's just not my favorite. Hmm. 
But you don't like the coloring of the blue and the orange? No. Look at they put blue around the speakers too. Nah. Well, what's your overall feeling about Led Zeppelin? What, what um, it's not my favorite pinball machine, but they are pretty awesome. But it's just not my favorite. But I like them. Hey, Dad, I got some questions for you. Was Jeff Diolis a member of Led Zeppelin? No. Then why does he look like he is? Good question. If Stern is obsessed with making music pinball machines, why don't they make it with musicians that are still alive, like Dulipa, Taylor Swift, or Ariana Grande? I think Led Zeppelin's still alive, aren't they? No, Dad. Oh, my God. Was Raymond Davidson in Led Zeppelin? I don't think so. Then why is he making their pinball machine? Do you think Led Zeppelin knows how to play pinball, and are they good at it? It's a very good question. What say you, Robert Plant? What do you think about Led Zeppelin versus Avengers? What do you think looks more fun, and which one do you like better? Um, I definitely like Avengers better. I think it looks way more fun because there's like a lot more ramps and more stuff to do and like collect, I personally think. Uh, the lights, yeah, the lights make it really cool. The colors, yeah, they're they're not all my favorite, but they're pretty nice. What do you think of the of the music in Led Zeppelin? Um, yeah, I think it's good for the pinball machine. What do you think in the music for Avengers? It could be, it's good, but it could be better because there's this one part in the song of like when it's playing the pinball machine. Um, it kind of sounds like a, like a circus, and it kind of freaks me out. Are you glad we have the Avengers? Yeah. What, uh, what's your high score? I don't even know. Oh, my God. Aren't you recording your high scores somewhere in, like, a journal? Nope. Isn't that a good idea? You can put all your high scores in a, in a journal somewhere. Maybe, but then it's just going to look like if somebody ever reads your journal, it's just going to look like you're obsessed with writing down numbers. Good point. <laughs> Well, thanks, little flipper. This was tons of fun as always. Great to hear you that you had such a nice Christmas. You're welcome. This was very fun looking at these pinball machines. Anyway, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you and bye. That's all, folks. Well, the old apple doesn't fall far from the tree, does it? An interesting take by Little Flipper. You know, I'm always amazed by her immediate reactions to things. And, you know, shes I don't think she's far off on some of that stuff. You know, it doesn't take a pinball genius to understand what maybe makes a good pinball machine. Like, hey, why didn't they make that Zeppelin rise? Wouldn't that have been cool if they could have done that? Well, what can you do? Always great to hear from Lil Flipper, and we'll definitely be hearing more from her this year as more games are released. Hey, and that's not all. Coming up next week, boy, We've got some good stuff coming. Our resident doctor, Dr. John, he's been silent too long, and we're giving him a voice now. We're going to give him a voice because the machines are piling up there in Australia. They've made the long journey across the Pacific, and he's coming on to tell us what the good and the bad and the ugly is from all that he ordered last year. Well, we want to thank you once again for taking the time to listen to us. We certainly appreciate it, and Hope to see you next time. Thanks, everyone, for the Pinball Show Midweek Edition. I'm Craig Bobby. Catch you on the flip side.